Good day to you and welcome. Phil Michaels show on the air today on a Monday Packers game day, Monday night football. Good to have you on board today. Yes, you notice the voice, not uh, not 100% today. Far from it. But uh, we're going to get through today because you got football coming up tonight. And uh, hopefully the Packers can continue the winning ways. And in doing so, they can then also uh, continue to climb towards the postseason. Right now, again, if the season were to end today, the Packers would be would be in. So that that would be the good news. Uh, now they just got to kind of hold on to their position with one of the better, the the more favorable, we'll say, uh, the more favorable schedules in in football. So anyway, that being said, Grand Bills, how you doing today? I'm doing good. I had a day to recover after the Christmas party yesterday, which was needed. Um, so let, let me yeah, let me ask you this. I mean, give me as a first timer, what what were your thoughts? Oh, we had a ball. I didn't know what to expect. I, I was telling Rachel, it's like, I don't really know what we're in for. I don't know what the what the crowd is going to be like. Didn't really know. And we had a ball, Bill. It was, it was. I love the music, obviously the drinks and everything and the, the Christmas vibe. It was great. I loved it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, um, how do I put it? The, the mu- Rick, Rick Pomeroy and his pal Mark and the guys from Boo the Band were fantastic. Uh, and then this year was probably the biggest. Um, there was almost, I think when we ended up counting everybody that did come, we kind of went through some things yesterday and I think there was 111 people here is what we ended up with. So it was, uh, and now that's the biggest by far. I mean, uh, because every room was utilized pretty much in the house, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was a good time. And it, and the cool thing about it was, and I've always said this whenever we have these gatherings is some of it is sponsors. Some of it is friends. Some of it is coworkers you know, who are friends and, and such. And, but it's, you'd never know who's in the room. You know what I mean? You, you know, and today, later on today, uh, we're going to talk with uh, Tim Duffy. I figure, you know, look, uh, the, the Packers are in New York. And for those that don't know, I mean, I've talked about Tim before. Tim is the iconic firefighter that rode his motorcycle into the, towards the towers on 9-11 when his company was in the tower that collapsed in the uh, North tower that collapsed. And so Tim just, you know, jumped on the bike and went and, uh, and, and Tim and I and, and groups of friends, other, you know, I was introduced to him through a couple of different people, Justin Patterson and company, and who are all here at the party. And Tim has just become a friend. And Tim just, whenever he gets an opportunity to come back to Wisconsin, he loves Wisconsin, loves the Midwest, he comes back. So we invited him to the party. And then we got talking. And he's got such an incredibly compelling story that 60 Minutes wanted to put him on, and he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do any of the national flat platforms because he always feels like his words are going to be taken out of context because you got to be so politically correct in today's day and age. So when I had asked him yesterday, I, we, we had a, I just wanted to get some food. I wasn't feeling real well, as you can tell. I just wanted to go get some food. We met Tim and uh, Justin and Kristen and I, and we just went and grabbed a burger real quick and then just came home, went back to bed, and watched the end of the, the, you know, the Dallas game last night. But uh, I was talking to Tim, and he, I said, when are you flying out? He said, well, I'm not going to fly out until Monday, probably 4 o'clock. I said, okay. And then I looked at him, and I said, you've never done interviews about this. He said, no, I just, I just don't do it. Um, but I said, you know, him and I are kind of friends. I said, would you, you come on over? You know, come on over to the house, uh, sit in the studio, and let's BS for, uh, you know, 15 minutes. And he said, oh, you know, he kind of hemmed it on. He's like, okay, I'll do it. He's also got a tremendous cause. 
So we'll we'll talk about that today. But today is all Packers all the time. We've got a lot of sound from the weekend. And ga- Grant, I don't think we did too well in our picks this weekend. Uh, see, uh, my brain is very good at remembering one or two picks that I got right and then forgetting about all the others. So in my brain, I picked the uh, Cowboys to win last night. That's all I remember. That's really the only yeah. game that I – but I think the rest of them, yeah, not so I great. Yeah, I think it was a uh, – I started thinking about it, and I thought, boy, that's – I don't think I won that one. I don't think I won that one. I don't think I won that one. I was just watching a scoreboard and watching some of those games yesterday. Can you believe Detroit? What is – have the Lions gone back to being the Lions? You know, I, it's Jared when Jared Goff plays outside, it's the um, it's the exact opposite of A.J. Dillon. Like when A.J. Dillon's playing in a dome, I, I see it on my screen. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't look right. And, and it's the opposite with Jared Goff when he's playing outside late in the year. Like they're in Chicago yesterday. I look, I'm like, it doesn't look right. He's dropping the ball everywhere. The Lions look like they're in some trouble. Yeah, the, the Lions looked not good. Uh, I don't even know how to put it, to be honest with you. It just They just didn't look that good. They look like they are struggling. They look like they are trying to find their identity all over again. Um, it, yeah, the, the Lions just look off. And I, I and even Jared Goff doesn't look comfortable. He doesn't look comfortable in the pocket anymore. He just, you know, that, that defensive front, they're not getting after it the way they once were. They aren't winning in the trenches the way they once were. So, yeah, D- uh, Detroit definitely looked off yesterday. And can't put my finger on it but all of a sudden also the other storyline becomes you know Justin Fields out of Chicago starting to look like he's actually some kind of quarterback and is he just now auditioning for other teams and what team may or may not end up picking him up before it's all said and done but you know I mean he's obviously playing a little bit better Um, and then you've got the Cowboys making a stamp last night, and it's all Dak all the time, and everybody's giddy over Dak Prescott and how he's the MVP, and they're already awarding it to him because that's the knee-jerk reaction that you get out of a lot of the national media. Meanwhile, you still got Brock Purdy, Tariq Hill, and others that are still also vying for that top spot. But I, I, I won't take anything away from Dak. He has played fantastic. It's like somebody flipped the switch over the last five weeks. And then do you give an MVP to Mike McCarthy? has the appendicitis, goes and has emergency surgery, back in the office on Friday after having it on Wednesday, back in the office on Friday, Saturday, and then standing on the sidelines on Sunday? Holy mackerel. That's incredible. So Mike McCarthy uh, and the Dallas Cowboys last night making a statement on uh, national TV to say that uh, we're not going to be denied anymore and everybody's going to start talking about them as a possible Super Bowl contender. And the Eagles – how bad have the Eagles – how bad has that defense gotten? That defense was something that used to punch you in the mouth, and now, psh, boy, not not good at all. Not good at all. Uh, the, the Ravens, uh, even though the Ravens won, they struggled with L.A. L.A., Matthew Stafford slinging it all over the place again, looking good, and that's a team that's better than I think what their record actually indi- indicates, sitting at 6-7, and seven. but that's a decent team. I, I could not believe that Cincinnati did what they did on the Colts. I thought the Colts were going to go in with Garner Minshew and win that game in Paycor, and Cincinnati destroyed them yesterday. Carolina got their brains beat in by a, a, a decent Saints team at best. Um, the Seahawks got beat up. We kind of expected that. And then there's that God two games that completely surprised me. One was three to nothing. The Vikings got a win. Did you watch any of that game, Grant? I couldn't. 
I couldn't find it on my TV. I thought maybe it got so bad they switched it off to a to a different game, but I was following oh. along on Twitter. It doesn't look like I missed much by not watching it. I watched uh, I watched it kind of on my uh, come on, on my tablet. Um that just because I you get Verizon, you get the NFL package. Oh my god, was that a terrible game? That that, that was that was awful. So that was painful to watch. Uh, and then the other game that became incredibly surprising was Zach Wilson getting a 30-6 to win over C.J. Stroud and the surging upstart Houston Texans. I, that, that blew me away. That, that blew me away. Then the finish that everybody's talking about in Kansas City and the Chiefs losing uh, 2017. And I'm sorry, I get Patrick Mahomes is pissed, but you might want to go back. I always said, and I said it to the Chiefs fans last week, quit allowing the officials – that one play to change your game. You know, you want to get mad? Get mad at Kadarius Tony for the drops that he had earlier in that game. Get mad at the receivers for having drops earlier in that game. For allowing Josh Allen to basically him and his front offensive line to muscle into the end zone. Him to run out of bounds backwards throwing a pass complete to a receiver. You know, and then to be able to strip the ball but still not lose it. You know, it's just so many things could have gone the Chiefs way and it didn't. And maybe this is just like the warning shot over the Chiefs' bow to say, hey, look, you're not as good as, as you've been in the past and you've got some holes and you desperately need wide receivers in the offseason because the guys you have right now can't catch. You have Travis Kelsey and a bunch of dudes, and that's it. And then you have the Broncos that just beat this. At what point do they put Staley out of his misery in, in uh, L.A. for the Chargers? At what point do they just say, you know what, this, 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 enough. You're, you're, you're terrible enough terrible head coach the Chargers now go to five and eight on the season and Denver is now at seven and six after starting off at one and five one and five they have gone six and one since then and they are on the upstart so what a weekend in the NFL a lot of fun uh the uh, number to get in 877-867-1670 you want to find us please feel free Go ahead and do so. You can also hit us up over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, or at Wisco Grant, at Wisco Grant. You can find us there. Uh, you can find us over on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Same thing over on Twitter, or excuse me, same thing over on uh, on YouTube uh, as well, and Instagram. Uh, YouTube, like I mentioned, YouTube.com slash, and then just Bill Michaels Show. You're good to go. You'll find us there. And please subscribe. Subscribe. It's absolutely free. You can hit the like button if you choose, but uh, please subscribe. And that way, when it uh, when we go on the air, it pops up and suddenly right there in your pocket or your mobile device or your desktop, whatever it happens to be. Or you just catch us over the air and many of the affiliate stations we have all throughout the great state of Wisconsin. Then you can find us on the app, The Zone Madison, The Zone Madison, and then Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, and such. Most impressive thing this weekend, what would that be? Was it the fact that Dak Prescott played so incredibly well, that the Bears beat up the Lions, that uh, the Vikings are still a football team, that the Bills go into uh, Arrowhead and knocked off Kansas City, the fact that it looks like Russell Wilson may be back, Zach Wilson had a big weekend, or very quietly yet again, yet again, who I the guy that I would pick for the MVP as of right now, Brock Purdy just goes about his business. 19 to 27, 368 yards on 27 attempts and 19 
19 completions. I uh, had two touchdowns, did have the pick, a 122.1 quarterback rating. Debo Samuel goes to the house 54 yards, 44 yards for Kittle down the middle. He ends up going into the house as well. I Just what a day. McCaffrey, 145 yards on the ground. That's an all-around football team. And the problem is Brock Purdy is going to be penalized for it because they do have Kittle, because they do have Debo Samuel, because they do have Christian McCaffrey, and he's going to get penalized for it. Where Dak Prescott is a god because he's got C.D. Lamb and company and a hell of a defense that keeps giving him the ball back. So don't get me wrong. Dak has been fantastic. I am not taking anything away from him, but I think that uh, they should be mentioning Brock Purdy a little bit more, and for whatever reason, they're not. 877-867-1670, that's the phone number to get a hold of us. Hang in there. We've got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show on this Monday, this Packers game day. No Christian Watson. He's been officially ruled out. No Christian Watson. He's been officially ruled out for uh, for this contest, which we kind of saw coming. But, uh, at, you know, now what? Because uh, your, your downfield threat, yet again, is not able to play. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. At Quick Trip, don't forget, they have the, uh, the take-home meals, which are fantastic, and they are probably going to come in handy tonight. I'm not doing much cooking. I'm just going to lay around and maybe go get something to eat, come back and watch the game this evening. That's all I'm looking forward to. Green and Gold postgame show immediately following the contest tonight from 1030-ish until the bewitching hour of midnight. But uh, in the meantime, swing by your local Quick Trip. Get all stocked up for tonight's game, whether it's going to the beer cave or getting the basics, the bread, the milk, the eggs, the butter, everything they have to offer. That is our friends at Quick Trip. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. In the heart of downtown Milwaukee, there's an all-new Pottawatomie Casino Hotel where there's a table waiting for you at 12 bars and restaurants, a winning seat at 40 table games or 3,000 slot machines, plus the thrill of bingo, full-service sports betting, and more. Are you ready to spark something new? Light up your senses at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel. Explore more at PaysBig.com. Ho, 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 I need a window. Maybe it's cold outside. So where do I go? Ho, ho. Come on, Santa. Go to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Now is the time to replace your leaky windows and doors. You and Mrs. Claus can get your new windows while putting no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. Unwrap this gift now, but pay for it later. More jingle that stays in my pocket. That's right, Santa. Plus, our elves install year-round and in as little as one day. Pella offers lines in luxurious wood to fiberglass and vinyl. Why not make a New Year's resolution today? That's the spirit, Santa. Pella, no. Pay later. (laughs) Absolutely. Put no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. But you have to hurry. Offer ends December 31st. Schedule your free consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See show for details. Offer ends 
Always a big night there. They got a big party going on. Get your tickets. Get your reservations. Get your uh, get your room at the hotel. That's Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. And, uh, and see for yourself. They got a lot of great stuff over there. And I, they've been doing some new commercials because they got so many different restaurants, uh, including the Rock and Brews, the Dream Dance. They've got Rio. Uh, they've got the, uh, the, the what they call the Street Eats now. That's down there. They've got 360 Bar and so much going on. But that's Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Thanks to them for being a big part of the program. Uh, Brooks or uh, Beck says, how about the Badgers taking it on the chin? Uh, girls volleyball onto the Final Four. Men's hockey gets a sweep over Penn State. Uh, girls hockey split with Minnesota. It was a big weekend, uh, no doubt. Uh, and when it comes to the Badgers losing to Arizona, and they got beat up pretty bad by Arizona, no doubt. Uh, but you know what? It's – it's a loss to a, one of the top-ranked teams in the country, uh, and now you move on. It's what you do with the rest of your season. You know, it's what you do with the rest of your season. They got a big win over Marquette. That was an inspiring win. And uh, then they uh, they go and lose to uh, Arizona. But, um, you know, it's one of those losses you learn from. Uh, you you know, you, you get a big win over Marquette. It's an emotional high. And then you get uh, punched in the face and back down to reality. And so now you got to – now you got to climb. I was hoping for a more competitive game because Arizona pretty much dominated that game from the get-go. But now it's what you do with the rest of the season. You know, any coach will tell you that, you know, through losses build character, and now you find out what kind of character you uh, you have. So, uh, Darren says, I'm nervous about tonight. Trap game. When you're a young team and you start hearing all the good things being said about you, sometimes it goes bad. I'm not trying to be negative, just uh, nervous is all. I... I, I can understand that. I do have a little bit of trepidation about tonight's game, but what I'm concerned more about is the fact that the injuries could take enough of their toll that it, it, it eliminates the possibility of creating big plays. Or you know, Christian Watson, for what he is, um, he at least gives you that I can take the lid off of the defense at least once if you really give me the opportunity to. So you got to pay attention to him and not having that on the field does change a little bit of the dynamic. But the fact that you've utilized Tucker Craft more, Romeo Dobbs is still Romeo Dobbs. You still have a decent bevy of receivers. Uh, but the fact that Jordan Love has been able to spread the ball around so much has told me that he's gone to, I'll take what the defense is going to give me. And yeah, he does hit the shots now that are 15 yards downfield, 20 yards downfield. But he's 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 been very open to just taking what the defense gives you, and that's it. So I'm uh, I, I'm I still think the the Packers win this game tonight. I, I still do. Uh, now the Packers wide receivers Romeo Dobbs, Jaden Reed, Jaden Reed, who has played ex- outstanding football for his rookie year. They're going to be going against the uh, the Giants corners uh, Banks and Jackson tonight, and. The, the the Packers have one of the better downfield passing attacks that have happened. It's morphed over the last couple of weeks specifically. But also, again, you've had the availability of Christian Watson. So, um, you know, but the Packers, I mean, Jordan Love, he's what, fourth in the league right now? There's 28, uh, 28 catches downfield of 25 yards or more. So they've had the ability through almost anybody to go deep. So I – I just look for the Packers to be able to win this game, and the Giants just aren't that damn good. The one thing that does give me pause for concern is 
the fact that the Giants, if they just say, you know what, we're just going to run the ball. We're going to run the ball down your throats until you stop it. I don't know that, you know, with the Packers, defensively speaking, what they've done this so far this year in trying to stop the run, that's really the matchup. If you're going to look for a matchup, that's the matchup. Well, that's I, the matchup. I, is, I, is, go ahead, Jim. Well, ahead. I was just going to say, I think the absence of Christian Watson, you were you nailed it. I, they're a better team even without Watson, but Watson can create you a freebie. Right, he he yeah. can he can score you a touchdown out of nowhere that you don't have to drive the length of the field for and run ten or eleven plays. So that's that's I think what the Packers are going to be lacking tonight is that one guy who can out of nowhere just score six points in one yeah. play. No, right? No, I completely agree. And the other thing is, and the, the, I was reading this. Um, God, I was reading it in a New York publication. They they talked about the uh, the rookie wall about how all rookies about this time of year start to hit the wall because this is when technically their their season ends. And they were talking about Jordan Love and the rookie wall. And, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I'm thinking to myself, are you stupid? He, he's been in the league now three years prior. This is what he knows. And you don't have to worry about a rookie wall. One, he's not a rookie. He's only rookie when it comes to the experience. And two, he's been in the league. He knows what it takes to prepare for seven to a 17-game season out of 18 weeks plus a postseason. So, I mean, you know, as much as you could say, yeah, like a C.J. Stroud may hit a rookie wall. You know, Bryce Young, he hit the rookie wall in week one. You know, other players that have come into the league can hit the rookie wall. You know, maybe Jaden Reed, okay, but not Jordan Love. They they said he has no signs of slowing down. I'm like, well, no, because he's been in the league now three years. So, he's going up against the, uh, the uh, opponent's quarterback, that is Tommy DeVito, low-key. Low-key, as they call him. So, uh, low-key has a big personality, but low-key. Low-key guy. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens tonight. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, the Giants should send out a disclaimer before kickoff, they say, saying something like, viewing us in the evening action could be hazardous to your health. The fifth and, thankfully, the final primetime game of the season for the New York Giants. They are right now 0-4 in primetime. They have been outscored in evening games 108 to 24. 108 to 24. That's how bad the Giants have been in prime time. And it seems if Matt LaFleur's incredible December winning streak would be endangered when the Chiefs visited Green Bay, but not so. The Packers handled the, uh, the tough assignment. And yet again, Matt LaFleur remains. Intact and undefeated, 16-0 and in his favorite month, which is December. It is the the month that keeps on giving. As they say, the streak of 16 consecutive wins in December is the second longest in NFL history. And the Chargers ended up winning 18 from 2006 through 2009. So there you go. Uh, there is, by the way, a sense of anticipation when it comes to uh, the, you know, coming off of a bye week. Uh, because as your coaching staff, as the Giants did, uh, kind of doing a deep dive into what the hell's going on with that team. The Giants, after 12 games, were 31st in the league at scoring 13.3 points per game. They were terrible, terrible. So most people are jumping on the Packers bandwagon going into tonight, even though the Giants coming off the bye. And maybe, maybe the Packers start reading a few of the press clippings. But uh, I think the Packers still win this game tonight. So we do have another. By the way, we haven't even talked about it, but we do have another game tonight for those who did not know. You've also got Tennessee on the road at 4-8. and eight. The Titanic struggle that is. Both games getting underway at the exact same time, too, so kind of taking away a little bit from the Packers and the Giants. But you got the Dolphins hosting 
the Tennessee Titans. The Dolphins nine and three, and one of the best offenses in uh, in football. Uh, let's go to the phone calls. Let's go to our buddy Derek in Albany. Derek, how you doing, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. I enjoy uh, I enjoy the show, but also I get a kick out of the fact that you uh, are self deprecating about your adventures on a daily basis. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It humanizes you. Hey, um, you know, the interesting thing about this season, if you take a look, Bill, at the, the remaining schedule for both the Lions and the uh, the Vikings, um, they could stumble, you know. And here's the thing. People say, well, what if what if we uh, win out? We're 11-6 and six and we win the division. Well, then you know what might happen? Then it might be Dallas at Green Bay, you know, Dallas being a wild card. That would be interesting. You know, there's a lot of, you know, the the NFL is really getting what they want this year, Bill. They're getting a lot of crazy games and probable finishes. Nobody had the the Jets winning yesterday against Houston. Nobody had that. Who who predicted, you know, three to nothing, you know, the Raiders beating the Vikes? I mean, there's just so many things that are so unpredictable. You can be schematic. You can look at it. You can analyze to the nth degree. And it's just crazy. But, I'm real proud of what the team has done this year. And for those people out there that are saying, oh, maybe we should lose more games to get a better draft choice, draft choice, blank you. You know, it's about right. winning. It's about establishing a culture. It's about being a, feeling great as a fan. That's what it's about, man. Well, it is now. I, and I don't disagree with you. I appreciate the phone call as always, Derek. It is now. I mean, now it's about, you know, let me say this. Uh, I had a, a buddy of mine here in town over the weekend, and we got talking. We were talking football and such, and he said, well, aren't you disappointed they started winning? And I said, I'd be disappointed if they ended up at 7-9 and nine, or 7-10 or seven and 10, or 8-9 and or, you know, 9-8, and eight, whatever. And, but if they, if they make the postseason, then that whole team, including the quarterback, get experience in the postseason. And that's ultimately what you want. So, on one hand, yeah, you know, you'd love to get high draft choices in this big bevy of, of players that you would consider to be almost guarantees to come in and, and benefit your team and fortify your team for years to come. But also, you've got a, a younger group of guys um, that are that at a lot of key positions now are going to get experience, or at least assumedly experience, in the postseason. And that's ultimately what it is you want. Uh, when we come back, we got Jeff and Minocqua. we got Damian and Marshfield. Stay right where you're at. I promise I'll get to you when we come back. Hang in there. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up, and it's coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. Rocking on, man. They had a big party last night down at the Nice Ash. TheNiceAsh.com. 323 West Main Street. Want to get down there tonight and uh, relax a little bit. And uh, maybe sit back and watch the game. Enjoy yourself. Good stuff down. TheNiceAsh.com. Again, 323 West Main Street. Downtown Waukesha, and they had a, like I said, they had a big party down there last night. Closed the place down, but uh, looked like a lot of fun. Looked like a lot of fun. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Carl starts out by saying, and I'll get to the phones coming up here in just a second. He said, "I dislike Matt Lafleur from day one." 
Maybe he just needed this his back against the wall to show what his worth is. My value of him as a is, – excuse me, I screwed that up. My value of him is as high as ever. Ever. Talking about the coach. There you go. Um, Let's get back to it. We've got uh, – oh, no callers. Yeah, they dropped oh, – Jeff, I told you I'd get to you. You're killing me. You're killing me. You know what's funny? The, the stock about Matt LaFleur, I was just thinking about that that comment. It, I think it speaks volumes. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are struggling with young wide receivers right now. Like, they're really, right. really struggling. And they have MVS, right? And Tony, who's a little bit of a veteran. Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur are doing this with first and second year guys. And it was ugly at first, but they've really started to figure it out. And, and we've seen Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, they're struggling to even figure it out. It's, um, you know, it, it like, with Patrick Mahomes... Figuring it out for him is trying to get his receivers to actually run the routes that he wants. And we saw this now. I hate to do this correlation, but it maybe it's true. We saw this with Aaron Rodgers. He wants you in a certain place on the same wavelength at the same time with him. If you see this, this is what you do. This is what he expects you to do. And we thought it was an Aaron Rodgers thing. And, it, you know, to a certain extent it might have been. But watching and listening more so than anything to what was being said on the broadcast uh, yesterday afternoon, listening to Tony Romo, which, by the way, Tony Romo used to be one of the best. He is now one of the worst. He is terrible. It's like he doesn't do any homework anymore. It's like, uh, I did a great job. They paid me a ton of money. I'm done. But listening to him to a certain extent, Talk about getting a guy because he was, you know, doing the circle thing, right? Here's the route. Here was what you expect. Guys are rounding it off instead of being crisp. They're going a little bit deeper instead of being shorter. You know, all these holes in the zone that Patrick Mahomes is seeing, these guys aren't seeing. And I, Kadarius Tony, yeah, he lined up offsides. And take that out of the equation. They started to show, highlight and show the highlights of his drops yesterday. God, he's bad. Between him and Marcos Valdez scaling, MVS is just they they just don't hang on to the football. It's it's embarrassingly bad. Uh let's go to John. John listening to the program uh, on the road. John, how you doing, man? What's going on? I'm doing pretty good on the road here. Um I had a honest question for you. It was what do you think the chances of the Packers actually winning the division now with the Bears beating the Lions. I I think it's going to be tough. I I think and here's here's the reason why. There's a couple of things. One, for the Packers, the Packers could win out. I mean, they they very likely could. And I know some people roll their eyes at that, but it's true. They could win out. Uh, I think it would come down to the fact that what kind of a schedule does the do the Lions have from here on out? And we would have assumed that yesterday was a chalk-it-up type of victory for the Lions. The Lions have the rest of the way. The Broncos at Ford Field, which the Broncos are playing really, really good football. Then they got to go on the road to play the Vikings. Then they got to go on the road to play the Cowboys before they come back home and play the Vikings again. If the Vikings steal one, the Cowboys beat them and the Broncos beat them, they will go one in four in their or one in three of their last four games. While the Packers, on the other hand, if they could then just say win out and win go five and zero oh, and, and and be able to kind of look decent doing it, so to speak, uh, the Packers they still could win this division. 
the Packers are only a couple of games back. But then again, uh, the Detroit Lions, I don't know how the tiebreaker would work because it would have to be then you'd have to go because head to head, they beat one another. Then I think you got to go in the division, if I'm not mistaken. Right now, the Packers are two and two, the Lions are two and two. So that means the Packers would, if they don't lose another game, they would be four and two in the division. While the Lions, if they lose to the Vikings another time, then the Packers could very, in essence, win the division. Remember, if the Lions right now are seven and six, they're only two games back. And if they win both of those games or split one of those games, then the Vikings, the Packers would have to overcome as well, depending on how well the Vikings play. But no, it's not out of the realm of possibility to get the division, is what I guess I'm saying. Cool. Thanks. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. Still could happen. Still could happen. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. I think I'm relaying that right. So the Packers right now are technically three wins, if you will, behind the uh, the Lions. If they win tonight, with everybody being the same, with four games remaining, the Packers will be seven and six. The Vikings will be seven and six, and the Lions are nine and four. If the Lions lose three out of the next four, they would end up ten and seven. If the Packers win, win out, they would then win the division because the Packers would then have beaten the Vikings, and therefore they would end up winning out, and they would end up winning the division. If they lose one along the way or lose to the Vikings, that would give them a – if they beat the Bears, lose to the Vikings, they would be 3-3 and in the division, and the tiebreaker would then favor Minnesota. Now, I'm getting really deep into the weeds because all this has to play out. But do they have a legitimate shot at winning the division? Yes. They just have to keep winning, in essence, is what I'm saying. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Um, Kurt says, Vikings got a great chance now that Detroit has started to fold, and if Minnesota beats Detroit twice, they win the division, which is true. Kurt, you're, 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 you're right about that. Um, and then Tom says, the Raiders could have, should have helped our cause yesterday, and you just shake your head. The Raiders just are a bad football team. A bad football team. Uh, yesterday it was, uh, I can't remember who said it. They, they hit me up with a tweet that said, I feel bad for Devontae Adams. I don't. I just don't. Guys want out. Guys want to dictate where they want to go. There is no guarantee. It's just, it's kind of like when you buy a ticket to the game, right? And you get mad when at the end of the season, which you look at a game and say, this could have all the meaning in the world. This is going to be a great game. And then only to find out that your team is either so far ahead or so far behind in the standings that they play other people and you don't get to see the superstar that you want to see. The the ticket doesn't guarantee you the superstar. It guarantees you to see a game. Same thing in this particular sense. You know, you're just, you're, you're, you're just trying to get to the end of the season to see what kind of, kind of play you can get. And when it looks to, for Devontae Adams to say, oh, I, I wanted to go here and play with a Hall of Famer and, and win a championship, now you're just trying to hope to get through the end of the season. And maybe you can cry, bitch, and moan enough to worm your way out uh, of a bad situation in Oakland after that's the mess that you created. Because remember, Devontae Adams said there's only one place he wanted to go, and that was going to Vegas. He's going to play with a, a future Hall of Famer, and he's going to play for the team that he grew up rooting for. Well, the team he grew up rooting for kind of stinks, and the future Hall of Famer, as he put it, is gone. So, you know, be careful what you wish for, I guess is the best way to put it. 877-867-1670. Uh, Max says, I agree with you about Brock Purdy. Nobody's talking about Brock Purdy. I shouldn't say nobody's talking about him. Nobody talks about him in the same light 
that they put the focus on Dak Prescott or anybody else of, of big name ilk, which, I, I look, I get it. I understand it. But nobody puts that kind of, you know, pressure, if you will, on somebody like that. They don't talk about him. They don't uh, highlight him. They don't, you know, give him praise. None of that stuff. None of that stuff. They don't do that. So Brock Purdy just kind of toils away in anonymity, and they all, you know, it's like, you know, when Rodgers first got here and took over, did Rodgers get a ton of credit because he had the likes of a Greg Jennings and Donald Driver and Charles Woodson on defense, and you start to go through the list and like, ah, well, he inherited all of that from Brad, and that's, you know. No, he took a bad team, turned it around, turned the attitude around, and ended up proving to everybody that he could be a quarterback. So that's what Brock Purdy obviously has to do. But Brock Purdy's being penalized because he has George Kittle. Brock Purdy's being penalized because he has Debo Samuel, because he has Christian McCaffrey, and because he's got a defense that could beat the hell out of you. He gets penalized for that. But I, I completely agree with you. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Ho, 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 I need a window. Maybe it's cold outside. So where do I go? Ho, ho. Come on, Santa. Go to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Now is the time to replace your leaky windows and doors. You and Mrs. Claus can get your new windows while putting no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. Unwrap this gift now, but pay for it later. More jingle that stays in my pocket. That's right, Santa. Plus, our elves install year-round and in as little as one day. Pella offers lines in luxurious wood to fiberglass and vinyl. Why not make a New Year's resolution today? That's the spirit, Santa. Pella now, pay later. (laughs) Absolutely. Put no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. But you have to hurry. Offer ends December 31st. Schedule your free consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See show for details. Offer ends 1231-2020. You got somebody on the Christmas wish list. Got our friends at Great Lakes Dragway down in Union Grove, Wisconsin. The oldest operating track in the wild. And they have season passes on sale for 2024. 262-302-2138. 262-302-2138. Give them a shout. That's again, GreatLakesDragaway.com. That's GreatLakesDragaway.com. Packers on the road tonight taking on the Giants in the Meadowlands. The Meadowlands pretty friendly yesterday to a Zach Wilson and company. The Jets getting a big win. I never saw that coming. Did you see that, that, that kind of a win? When we made our picks last uh, Wednesday night, Grant, did you see that coming, that dismantling that Zach Wilson gave to the Houston Texans last night? Well, no, but if you would have told me Randall Cobb was about to catch a touchdown, maybe I would have changed my mind. I mean, right? what a, what an insane collection of, of events yesterday. Yeah, and well, and C.J. Stroud was banged up a little bit too, so that, that definitely impacted right. the game. But um, yeah, even Randall Cobb caught a touchdown. What the hell? Who knew that that would actually happen? So. The Jets go to 5-8, and eight, their fifth win of the season. They're still pretty much uh, out of the postseason hunt at this point, but nevertheless, they, uh, they at least get a win, and Zach Wilson shows whoever his next team may be that at least he can throw a touchdown pass every now and then. So we'll see uh, what the offseason holds for him. And uh, we all know that Aaron Rodgers is most likely not coming back this year. 
to uh, fortify the New York Jets down the stretch because they're not really going to be in the hunt for many things. But then you got the Saints getting a big – it was just a roundabout day in the NFL. I, I just – it was an – it started out on Thursday. Now, we didn't talk too much about it, but how about the Patriots getting a win in Pittsburgh on Thursday night? Now, I was not here on Friday, obviously. But did you guys talk much about that for the Patriots? All, all of a sudden, the I, well, T.J. Watt, we all know, ends up in concussion protocol. But the Patriots to go into uh, Pittsburgh and get a win, which should have told us that this weekend was going to be weird. You know what I mean? You know what's funny is I don't, I don't even know if I mentioned it on Friday. I <laughs> because, because I didn't care. It's like we got backup quarterbacks playing, and, and the Bucks played that night, of course, and we were previewing Packers Giants. Um, I don't know that I talked about it for more than 30 seconds on Friday. <laughs> we right? just forgot about that game. Yeah, it was an oh-by-the-way mention. And oh, that was it. That was it. Uh, Zach says, uh, I heard Zach. Uh, no, he says, uh, or, no, I, it's, we already read that one. Never mind it. Uh, this one's from Mark. Mark says, uh, I saw the uh, pictures from the weekend. Uh, they looked rather fun. Do you think that uh, Aaron Rodgers is regretting not staying with the Packers if the Packers come into New York. No, I don't think he's regretting it at all. I, I, look, I think Aaron Rodgers, by the way, uh, and we talked about this last week, I think Aaron Rodgers regrets the way everything happened. Uh, but, you know, it was time. You know, you can always say there's regrets, but it was time. So, no, I'm not worried about that. And who cares, to be honest with you? It, it really, I mean, who cares? Uh, and the p- pictures from the weekend were pretty cool. I have not posted anything. Uh, to the public page. So I, I got a whole slew of stuff from the weekend. So I'll go ahead and do that coming up here a little bit later on today. And you can check it out on the uh, Facebook fan page. Follow over on Instagram as well, The Bill Michael Show. And I'll post a bunch of stuff there. You can kind of check out some of the stuff from the weekend. I had heard uh, that you did not. Did you take any pictures, by the way, Grant? Well, I'm not a picture taking guy. Uh, right. I never take pictures. So maybe I snuck into to the background of other maybe I photobombed other people's pictures, but I did not take any Friday night or Saturday. I think night. No. you're in a couple. I'll have to find them. I nice. think you're in a couple. Yeah. I hope they got my good side. Um, I don't know if there is, uh, but, <laughs> but pro- they got a probably side. Isn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mine, too. I mean, I there was a couple of pictures that people posted. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like somebody beat me with a bag of age. It's just nasty. So uh, we'll we'll figure out uh, some put some pictures up coming up here a little bit, but I know that there was a bunch from the weekend, and I think you were in some of them, actually, if I'm not mistaken. I I, I do remember you like being in the background a couple and standing there with a beverage in your hand. But and then how about you met Ernie? I did. I Ernie from our affiliate in Viroqua, which, by the way, we're going to be there on Tuesday night and Wednesday doing the show from Viroqua. Which and I, so I met Ernie and I met John, who does a lot of stuff at the Westby Ski Jump. And Rachel yeah. had to stand there and listen to me and John and Ernie talk about Coon Valley and Westby and all, because I I just love that corner. I'm a big fly fisherman. I love going down there. So we're talking about this county highway and this farm and this and that. And Rachel's like, "Oh my God, I'm going to get another drink." Right. Uh, and then I'm singing along as the band's playing Jimmy Buffett songs too. Like I was, yeah, I was a pig and slop on Saturday night. Yeah, that was uh, that was amazing. That that and the best part about it was the people that were. Ran- oh, the biggest story to come out of that. I got to post a video. The biggest story to come out of uh, the party on Saturday night. I had no idea Mike Clemens played guitar and sang. Did you? What? When? You didn't see it. No. When did he do? I oh thought he left. Oh, my God. No. So, uh, Clem, I, we're, we're all downstairs, and there's people everywhere. And I'll, you'll see the, the pictures when I post them. Mike Clemens, who was a little overserved, 
we'll say. <laughs> and uh, Mike wasn't driving, so that was okay. But Mike, a little overserved. Mike comes over to me. He kind of shuffles over, and he says, I'm going to play guitar. And I said, what? He says, I'm going to play guitar. And I'm kind of thinking he's joking. You know, I said, well, go ask Rick. Rick is the lead singer in the, in the, in the band. So he walks over, and Mark, who is the, uh, the side-by-side with Rick, says, sure, go ahead, and gives Mike the guitar. And Mike Clemens, and I'll post it. it it's amazing. Mike Clemens starts playing Eagles music. And just, it was amazing. I had no idea. Mike, Mike then, thank you, does a mic drop, the place is going nuts. And he walks away and he goes, I haven't played in over 10 years. And just shuffles back on upstairs. It was It was just like, we're all looking at each other like, did that just effing happen? Did, did that happen? Mike, Mike Clemens. I kid you not. See, I was probably up in the kitchen stuffing my face. I had no idea. Oh, my God. It was, it was the most amazing thing ever. I've never seen, and I've, I've got video of it. I'm trying to search right now as I'm looking, and I shouldn't be doing this while I'm on the air. But, yeah, Mike Clemens uh, playing Peaceful, Easy Feeling uh, w- with Rick Pomeroy, and Mike in his uh, what they called rather effeminate Christmas pajama pants. <laughs> he goes up and he starts playing guitar. So I'm going to post that. I'll post that for sure. But it was, I, I, I never saw that coming. Never saw that coming. That was the most amazing thing of the weekend. If I had to pick out of all the amazing things that were accomplished this weekend and the money raised for charity and the charity concert that took place over the weekend over at Sloppy Joe or at Smoke on the Water and all of that, that was amazing. When we come back, we're going to kind of get off the topic of football and such just a little bit, A uh, what we consider to be a true American hero hanging out right, right in studio with me. Stay tuned. You'll see what I'm talking about coming up next to the Bill Michael Show.